0: The College Football Experience Air Force Falcons season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast networks presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of ED. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month's treatment. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to 500 dollars in bonus cash. That's Propswap.com. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by the S G P N app. Yes. Our app is now live in the app store and Google play store. The S G P N app gives you easy access to all of our picks podcasts. And it's the exclusive place to enter all of the contests, including our thousand dollar NBA finals free roll. Just enter S G P N in the app store or Google play store today.
1: Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N Let it ride, baby.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the College Football Experience Air Force Falcon Season Preview. Kicking it off, essentially. My name is Colby Swinging Dan to Bass Dan, a.k.a. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Woo! And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito-eating, sideline-kiss-stealing wheeling and dealing Patty see in the place to be Hi, buddy. Let me just get, let me just get into this thing. Let me just give you some music as we kick off. We're officially in college football season now. Boom. We are well, officially
2: in college football season. Once Memorial Day has passed, it is football season in America.
0: Well, and if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, we break down all 130 teams. We did this last year. We're doing it again this year. A solo podcast for all 130 teams in the FBS. And if you're lucky, maybe a few FCS after the fact. But let's just cue the music, Patty C. The Air Force Falcons. What a great way to start it off with America first. There you go. Right? This is a team. Troy Calhoun's been coaching there for over a decade underrated coach. One of the best coaches in America. I believe. Absolutely. The Falcons coming off a three and three season where they had so many opt outs. they didn't know they were playing to the last second. Just a crazy hyenas season. Now they're ready to go. The Falcons, I can just, I can channel this in. Like I can feel the energy of the Falcon, (laughs) right? They're getting (laughs) soaring under your wings. I I feel like fucking feathers are flying right next to me right now. I got no idea what I'm talking about, (laughs) but, uh. let
2: Let me critique your music choice there a little bit. I feel like very easy to go a very similar movie feel there and go Top Gun. Oh, how about this? I want this power. There you go. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Although I feel like Top Gun is Navy, so maybe Air Force would not want to be associated with Top Gun.
0: Well, okay. Especially
2: since Top Gun has some
0: seriously questionable uh,
2: (laughs) ideas going on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could just say this, all right? You could say that the Air Force Falcons run the triple option, right? I can say that. I and will say they that they have been running the triple option for a long, long time. So that means I think we can just queue in some, some just downright football music, buddy. All right. What do we got? Oh, baby, <laughs> Tech Mobile, baby. Now, our guy Brewdog actually
2: put the triple option into Tech Mobile because he can edit. Uh, well, and that's the one thing Techno Bowl is missing, right? The triple option. Yeah. And that's what college football at large is missing for the most part, except for these service academies keeping and, it alive. And,
0: and Georgia Southern. And Georgia Southern. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it real. Uh, isn't it ironic that all of these service academies in Georgia Southern are pretty much bowling every year? Yeah. You would think other schools would follow. We if you're on. Vanderbilt, if you're Kansas, if you're Arizona, even if you're like Bowling Green, that's just been dog shit. Yeah. Why would you not do the triple option? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, it's like you're telling your, your fan base that you essentially just want to keep losing. Right.
2: And here's the, here's the real proof in the pudding. Let me hit you guys real quick with air forces recruiting rankings over the last four recruiting cycles, 2018 finished 119th in the country, Mm then 110th, 110th again,
0: and 95th. And before COVID, COVID was a crazy season, especially for the service academies Yeah, because they couldn't practice. Uh, They were 11. They won 11 games. Yeah. They went
2: 11 and two in 2019 (laughs) with pretty much the one of the worst recruiting or like talent bases in the country. Yes. What does that tell you about triple option football?
0: And what does that tell you about Troy Calhoun in general? How would you grade him as a coach? If you let her grade
2: uh, based on the talent that they have there, the, the number of wins. I mean, I think you could probably do a, a pretty easily do a calculation of wins per like five-star recruit. And I think Troy Calhoun would probably be yeah number one because he has zero five-star recruits and yet
0: tons he's, of wins. He's in his, in his 13 years in Colorado Springs, he's 101 and 72 Patty C. That's an unbelievable job. He's had three double digit win seasons. Several. I mean, he's made a bowl game or been bowl eligible every year, but three years. And
2: he's not like he's playing in a cakewalk conference here. Yeah. The mountain West. I mean, solid football.
0: If anything, you can make the case that army being independent, got a much easier path. You can easily make that case because
2: it's absolutely (laughs) true.
0: (laughs) But here we are. Look, coming off a three and three season. Like I said, uh, a lot of players opted out, not necessarily opted out or was it opting out? I don't know the scenario there, but they uh, could not play.
2: Apparently they have a term at air force called uh, the turnbacks. Mm. These guys who redshirted uh, upon the announcement that the uh, mountain West was going to be playing spring ball have been dubbed turnbacks. I don't know if that's an Well, adi- they, term probably figured,
0: they probably derision. figured it would be like a four or five game season. So you only have so much eligibility. Yeah. Might as well if you go to it. air force, you're, you're not thinking you're going to be in the NFL. You want to exp- You, you want to play you, football. Yeah. 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 So, uh, it makes it tricky when, when breaking down this team, uh, how, how to judge who's a returning starter and who's not, <laughs> if right. that makes sense, because you have a lot of returning starters from two years ago. Yeah. Last year, not only did they have COVID issues with, with players opting out or whatever you just said, uh, you also had them actually, the players that did play got COVID right. and missed time. So it's, it's, This is just a a shit sandwich here, but um, I can tell you this that I think if you just blindly look at this, they lose all five offensive linemen. That's very tough. Are they really losing all five offensive linemen? Because when you look at this, that's just from last year. They are starting four of five on the O line or seniors. Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: true. I mean, when you are replacing. You're starting seniors with more seniors that have been in the system for an extended period of time,
0: especially if they started in 2019 right, and they're, and they're are 11 being, and two.
2: Yeah. They're not being counted <laughs> as starters. That's where it's really hard to like, we're, we're looking at our magazines or various sources of information here, uh, trying to gauge how many returning starters they actually have. <laughs> and it's like, they, they look like a wildly, uh, inexperienced team, but in actuality, they're wildly experienced Yeah, because they're bringing back multi-year starters from a few years ago to go along with the entire or many starters, uh, coming back from
0: last year. Yeah. And you look at last year, they beat Navy 40 to seven. Yeah. 40 to seven. Normally these are dogfights. Now Navy did have a lot of COVID issues as well, but I think air force was missing. their starting quarterback. If memory serves me correct. Uh, They lose to San Jose state who won the, the, who went undefeated in the regular season, 17 to six in San Jose. Yep. The Boise state game. This was a wild one because at one point I believe air force got out early. They lost 49 to 30 to Boise. Yeah. I think you're right. And uh, then they had the Wyoming game canceled. Then they played New Mexico won 28, nothing. Yep. So, so far, both their wins by 33 and 28, then they, they wax Utah state 35, seven, and then they lose a 10, seven matchup to army in, in West point. Yeah, it's far true. I mean, this team was close. I mean, I guess the Boise state one, but the other two very, a four and two season would have yeah. been
2: really nice. And the fact that they went to San Jose state and only lost by 11. Yeah. It's respectable
0: especially considering all those starters, not, not yeah. playing supposedly yeah, from the 40,
2: 40 guys uh, red shirted last year because uh, that would have otherwise, I think 10 out of the 11 starters projected starters on the defense, red shirted.
0: Mm. Mm. That's tough. That's tough. Now uh, they lose a lot in the backfield, but once again, I just don't know. Brad Roberts has had playing time before. They also have this guy, Marcy's Yetz, who was uh, all purpose yardage leader from matter day in Santa Ana. He's coming in as a freshman. Could, is there a chance the Falcons, they don't, these service academies don't normally start underclassmen. Yeah. Perhaps Troy Calhoun makes an exception.
2: Matter day, uh, cranks out the talent. In fact, uh, one of the Heisman top five candidates, I believe this year is a modern day grad. So, uh, they are known to put some talent out there, basically like the premier private school in Southern California. So, yeah, not something that I'm sure Troy Calhoun is typically used to having from a talent standpoint. And I think you're right, maybe he makes an exception.
0: Yeah, um and quarterback-wise, I don't know if they're going to go Zeke Daniels or or perhaps uh I mean, they have a lot that, that Chase I mean, I don't know. It could be Chase Stevenson. I'm assuming it's going to be Zeke Daniels the junior. He actually looked pretty good throwing. The, he had a game where he went 11 of 14 with the triple option patty C for 193. Boom. Um I would say, I mean that Brad Roberts, so you offensively, the key, the key spots are Daniels Roberts, p- potentially this freshman, the wide receivers or the wide receiver. I'm sorry. And tight end Kyle Patterson, a tight end. And then Brandon Lewis at the receiver spot. That's going to be and the O line. I think, you know, blindly, if you look, Oh, replacing five O lineman, Holy shit. We're going to hammer that under now. I think the service academies are the one where you make the exception, especially considering what we learned about 40 players. So these essentially could have been some starters from the 2019 roster. Yeah. Defensively. I actually think they're in in decent hands there. Uh, Corvin Taylor back at safety. He played good last year. Their start upperclassmen, by the way, offensively, 10 of 11 upperclassmen, defensively, 10 of 11 projected. Um, but Jordan Jackson at the defensive end spot is a senior, six five two eighty. This guy's a, a solid player. And then at the at the linebacker spot, Demonte Meeks, another senior, six one two thirty five. Those guys are players, and they're anchors on this defense. Um, Maturity will not be an issue with all juniors
2: and seniors. Yes, littering the starting lineup.
0: Yes, and uh, I don't know. I mean, what? What? You think just blindly? We're we're going to look at the win total in a second. We're going to project our over and under. We'll go through every game on the schedule, but blindly just knowing Troy Calhoun, Patty C. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? Just you're going to say, "Hey,
2: well, it's you know, it's tough to say." I mean, he had at his first five, six years in uh, at Air Force hovered in that eight to nine win range for the most part. Um, had a couple tough years about eight, nine years ago, but then rebounded really nicely for a little stretch. Fell off again, has come back up again. He's he's a little up and down, you know, but mainly pretty steady at at least seven wins uh, if if you had to project on average. Yeah, and I, so
0: I, I feel the same way blindly. We're going to get into this. And also we're going to be joined by a uh, well, just the all out Air Force fan. He runs the page history of Air Force football. Rick Baum in a little bit. But uh, first I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by Winbet. Winbet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at Winbet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer up to a $500 risk-free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Do you ever feel like you're always on Patty C? Yes. Yes. Well, what do you do when you need a moment to chill? Hmm? How do you like to hit that reset button to get ready for what's next in life? All right. Cause these days everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues and the expectation to really be on 24 seven. Sometimes you just need to take a moment to turn it off and hit reset And that's when you reach for Coors Light. It is literally made to chill. All right, The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold, Patty. See, that way you can always know what time it is to chill. Uh, When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Uh, Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you need to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, golden Colorado. And as always celebrate responsibly mm. joining us on the college football experience podcast, diehard air force fan who hosts the history of air force football, which is on Twitter at history Falcon. Uh, and also I believe they have a Facebook page. They got it all Give it up for Rick bomb. How are you, Rick? Thanks for joining us today. How are you, man?
1: Hey, I'm great. Thank you. Uh- C to the D for hooking me up today. I want to talk some Falcon football and and getting ready for. It seems like the first college football season in 163 years.
0: <laughs> it does seem like that, right? Especially you look at last season. I mean, I know it was extremely hard on the service academies because we, they weren't allowed to practice. I know Navy, I mean, Nia Montalola has been outspoken about that. Uh, You know, I know they played BYU. The first game of the season just got destroyed, but here Troy Calhoun still managed to have a three and three season. I think Troy Calhoun is one of the best coaches in America. Um, I understand three and three. Okay. Yeah. That's not the greatest of seasons, but the mountain West didn't know they were playing until like the last second. I feel like you, everyone gets a pass uh, with last year's season, especially in the conferences that were extremely shortened season. That kind of just happened on a whim. Um, now looking at this upcoming season, it's interesting because air force, I got all the, the publications they are telling me, well, they only returned four starters, three on offense, one on defense, but that's not really true because they had 40 players not play last year, whether it's opt out. I know they call it a different term from opting out, but now those guys from two years ago, several of them starters, they're coming back, but they're not labeled as starters. So basically it makes it really hard to understand what exactly is coming back. That is experienced with actual starts. But nevertheless, Hazek Daniels is the pen is penciled in at quarterback. How do you feel about Zeke Daniels and his growth? He's a pretty good, you know. He's a pretty he's pretty good at passing the ball, I would say, for an option quarterback.
1: Yeah, you know, if if I was gonna compare uh, Zeke to some of the the Falcon quarterbacks of the past, I would say he's uh, he's got the running ability uh, of a uh, DJ Hammond, maybe uh, not the arm that DJ had, but. Uh, just a generation before DJ was Arian Worthman. Arian was about the size that Zeke is. Real, real, vi- real visionary, field general type. Can see the play before it happens. I, he's got a, a really bright future, and and they got a lot of depth behind him too. So I, I'm not worried if he gets banged up. And you will in this triple option.
0: Yeah. uh, they got, I mean, what chase Steve, uh, chance Stevenson got some burn. I think what uh, Warren Bryan's even uh, got some burn before they have like four or five quarterbacks.
1: Uh, I got a name for you. What's that? Jake Smith. So Jake Smith, uh, he went to high school in Georgia. He was the only high school quarterback to beat the number one overall draft pack pick this year, Trevor Lawrence. Ooh. So he's got a lineage. He did take a, uh, we call it a turn back. Uh, he took the turn back. Also, it was about 70 to 30, 70% of the players that took the turn back were defensive. 30% were on the offensive side of the ball.
0: Mm, so that makes me, well, because well, I think you look, you, you bring back three starters from last year's three and three team. But if you're bringing back 30% of that to the offense look at when a triple option, it's kind of plug and play. Uh, a lot of the service academies start upperclassmen. So I'm not as worried as that one defensive player before you had told me that stat that 70% comes back from essentially two years ago. Now I'm not panicking as much because they bring back that mix with uh, what Corvin Taylor. And, and I, now I'm like, okay, I, I think they're going to be good this year. So. Um, Let's look at the backfield here. Tell me how you feel about the back. Brad Roberts this is a guy, 461 yards in six games, five touchdowns him, Elijah Robinson. They got this freshman kid, Marcy's Yetz from matter day in Santa Ana. And this guy, uh, uh, I believe uh, set some big time, right? That's a famous high school. If you guys don't know high school football, that is a, a prestigious high school football uh, school there. And, and he has records there. So I, this backfield looks kind of nice. How do you feel about the backfield?
1: You know, a name he didn't mention is a uh, Jordan Gidry. Jordan's going to be, he's going to be in the mix fast kid. You know, when you're talking the triple option, the backfield isn't, isn't necessarily just your, your tailback and your fullback that slot is a, uh, a dual purpose threat runs a lot, catches some passes. It, uh, I think they look solid. Uh, Brad Roberts in particular, he's from uh, a town in Colorado, Arvada. So he's from what what I'd like to call a town. And I'm doing this broadcast from a town. Uh-huh. I have seen Brad play since he was in little league. He went to the high school six blocks from where I live right now. And uh, what a coming of age. He is going to either be, the most dominant fullback in in the Mountain West Conference this year, or maybe the most dominant tailback. He he is on the on the edge. He could go either way. He was a tailback in high school. And
0: and, and that you know uh, that was the number one rushing attack in the country last year. Number one rushing attack, three hundred five point seven yards per game. Now passing, they were one hundred twenty six out of one hundred twenty seven. But we know the triple option doesn't pass much but I'll tell you what I do like is that Kyle Patterson kid at tight end, 12 catches in just six games, which I know people think, oh, that's not that much. No, in the triple option, that actually is a lot. And I think this guy's a a really key piece of this offense this year. You mix him with David uh, Cormier and, and you might have a solid receiving core. Daniels seems to be better than a lot of your traditional option quarterbacks
1: at passing
0: the ball. Do you think Calhoun might try to open it up a little bit?
1: You know, I don't think he will try to open it up. I guarantee you Mike Thiessen, the offensive coordinator, will get the playbook out, and they've got some new plays. The name uh, that sticks out to me is Brandon Lewis. Brandon Lewis is – he's probably your second-best running back. He's probably your second-best receiver. Wow. Um, He is a game-changer. And, uh, yeah, D.C. Cormier is, is amazing. Now, when you mention Kyle Patterson, you've got to look at at the evolution of how he got from Gilbert, Arizona, to the to USAFA at Colorado Springs. Uh, He was highly recruited by Alabama. It came down to his desire to be a pilot in the future, as opposed to going to the SEC. And he came to us. And ever since he got here, even as a freshman, body type, uh, receiving ability, and his blocking game is improving game by game practice by practice. Really excited about this kid.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, that makes me way more excited to watch him. God bless him too, for wanting to be a pilot over playing for Nick Saban. I'm on board. I'm on board with you, Kyle. Um, uh, no, no, let's switch over to the defense. Well, I guess the offensive line look, well, I read the publications. They say when not, there's zero returning starters on the O line, but once again. I look and I see four of the five offensive linemen are seniors. So I'm, they probably played two years ago. They're probably some of that 30% that you were talking about that didn't play on the offense or because of the crazy season last year. Are you, how do you feel about the offensive line?
1: Well, uh, the, you know, your biggest concern when you, uh, uh, when you go into a season under, under that, you know, that kind of mindset is Oh man, what are we going to do? But like you said, uh, last year with COVID, we, we had our prior best offensive line in, in at least a decade. Two of them are, are with NFL clubs right now, Nolan Loffenberg with the Broncos and Parker Ferguson with the jets. So you look at, at the situation last year, everybody on that offensive line was compromised either due to injury or COVID protocol at some time during that six game season. So everybody you mentioned as, as incoming seniors, they all started at least one game last year. And these, these are a bigger group. This is that second set of 300 pound offensive linemen, which we didn't see on either side of the ball for years because of some of the protocols with flight. And, uh, So this is a big group of guys that we have the best offensive line coach, I would say, uh, in the conference for sure. If not top five in the NCAA.
0: Gotcha. Well, look, that you're you're selling me. You are a hundred percent selling me on these Air Force Falcons here. Now let's talk the defensive side of the ball. Um, What John uh, Radzinski runs that defense. Now the Falcons' defense last year third in scoring in the nation. In the nation, thirty second against the run. So I guess good stout run defense. uh, But the pass defense was fifth in the nation. Uh, I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I understand you only played six games, so maybe stats help. You know, when when you're going up against familiar opponents, as opposed to the ACC, the Big Twelve, and the SEC. Who? uh, Oh, I guess the SEC played conference only, but ACC and Big Twelve were able to play outside of the conference some, but at the end of the day, it's still a fantastic job with this defense. And like I mentioned before, you only see one returning starter on this, but 70% coming back from what you told me two years ago, how, how do you feel overall about the defense? I see. I mean, let's start with the defensive line. Do you think they're in good shape here? I, I mean, I see upperclassmen here uh, loaded on this defensive line here. I know they run a three, three, five. Uh, or a three or actually what they go through, they go three, four, right. They run a three, four, not a three, not, not a three, three, five, but
1: they've got that, that non-conventional um hybrid linebacker slash safety position that, that they got in there. Um So they, they, they'll line up one way, they'll flip to the other. So you, you've got to have some special athletes at that, at those positions
0: uh but i mean the experience coming back when i look at at the projected starting now once again this is obviously in june the projecting starting defense i see uh out of 11 starters 10 of them upperclassmen uh so overall how do you think this defense will will be able to uh, you know repeat essentially or or try to carry out those numbers from a season ago well
1: i'm this is probably the area that I'm most excited about when I, when I look at the great air force defenses uh, over the last 60 plus years, you know, that we've had the Chad Hannings, we've, we've had the Chris Gizzy, Steve Russ, who's uh, a coach with the Redskins. Now you know, we've had some, some solid individuals, but I haven't seen a group of guys and we're talking now with the turn back. These are 22, 23 year old men that have had an extra, 18 months of of weights and prep and flexibility training. I, I can't tell you to a man uh, how excited I am about this. And it all starts with uh, a player you're going to hear a lot about this year, Jordan Jackson. Uh, Jordan also took the turn back. He's NFL body size, you know, 6'4", 6'5", strong, I mean, flexible, all-conference uh, in 2019. He's going to be a stalwart. Um, Demonte Meeks at linebacker. Demonte's got NFL bloodlines. He's going to be a a guy that you'll probably see on Sundays at some point. Uh, Lakota Wills is another name I'll throw at you. And then when you mention the defensive backfield, that's where I really get excited. So all the people you're going to see from right to left on cornerbacks, you didn't get to see last year. You're going to see a, a Trey Bug, a, a guy that uh, was part of the uh, ESPN Sports Center College Football Play of the Year against Hawaii. He had a 93 yard uh, hacky sack interception. Uh, I
0: remember that.
1: Yeah, that was great. And, uh, you know, on the other side, you're going to see a, a couple of young guys, but most importantly, you're going to see a guy by the name of James Jones. Uh, James is in a class I've never seen before as far as eligibility goes. At the Service Academy, you will not see a player that has played for six years. But due to COVID protocol, turn back, and injuries, James is, is a rare sixth-year Falcon. Wow. He will, yeah, he will graduate in December, very tenured. He was starting as a freshman, you know, and back when we were younger. And, uh, you know, now it's it's amazing. And the safeties are so solid. You mentioned Corvan Taylor. We got another Taylor back there. Trey Taylor. He's got Ed Reed bloodlines. And what, a, what an amazing, amazing player he's going to be. And he still has three years of eligibility.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I see uh, the Jordan Jackson and Meeks people saying a lot about those guys. Uh, I'm really eager to see this, this defense play this year. And and especially now that you highlight the secondary, the way that it is, you don't get this information. If you just grab bad, if you're just going to the store buy a magazine, you see, ah, oh, one returning starter. No, this is why we have the podcast guys. Cause this defense is going to be loaded. Um, now I am curious Let's get to the schedule because DraftKings is saying the win total six and a half blindly without looking at the schedule. I say whoa, whoa, whoa! This is Troy Calhoun. I I feel like I'm gonna if I had to place a, a side of that, I would go on the over blindly. Now you look at the schedule. Out the gate you get Lafayette. No, not Louisiana Lafayette. Lafayette from the FCS. Uh, that that's a win. That's a that's a, a sure bet win. But I think going and looking through this entire schedule. The one thing that stands out to me is the road games. You're at Navy on September 11th. You're at New Mexico, who I think getting better with Danny Gonzalez and Rocky long. You're at Boise state on the Smurf turf, which is never easy. You, you got a neutral site game in, in, in uh, November, uh, right, right around veterans day uh, against army in Arlington. And then you're at Colorado state and at Nevada the following two weeks. So in a way you're almost on the road, three games in a row. Um, That's the only glaring like concern to me. And then, so, I mean, you look at the home games, you get Utah state. They're in year one with Blake Anderson. I think, I think I would give you guys the edge there FAU with Willie Taggart coming all the way across country, going to altitude. I, I give air force the edge there. Wyoming with Craig Bull, which I actually think they'll be sneaky good this year. Um, and then you got San Diego State Brady Hoke. We know they're talented. Last year they didn't play up to that talent, so I'm a little concerned. Be interesting to see where that game goes. And then you got UNLV at the end of the year with Marcus Arroyo. Um let's talk about the road schedule first, though. How do you feel about that road schedule?
1: Well, first of all, I I feel honored is what what I feel when I think of we will be playing in Arlington on the 20th anniversary of September 11th. This is this game was moved specifically to this date. We uh, rarely play uh, Navy in another month besides the first week of October. So for us to do this under this context, uh, there's going to be so many people there uh, celebrating, you know, and remembering and honoring. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. So we're going to, we're going to, uh, lather, rinse and repeat, uh, on the Navy game that you, a lot of us saw with those cool uniforms last year. Yes. And, uh, yeah, Navy doesn't stand a chance. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Sink Navy.
0: Yes, there we go. I I like it. I like that uh, that angle. But then, I mean, you got to admit, okay, New Mexico, you guys gave it to them last year, but I do think they'll be better. They will be. Yeah, Uh, but at Boise, obviously, the Smurf turf's tough for anybody. You could be, you could be the best school in the nation. I feel like you go up to the Smurf turf, you got to watch yourself. Then game of the year, yeah. But for a while there, Air Force was that team. That always kind of uh, gave Boise fits, I feel like, for a good stretch there uh, in three the past.
1: Three years in a row. We yeah, beat
0: them. three years in a row. Not many people. I bet you, since Boise State has been in the FBS, there's not many teams that have beat them three years in a row. Uh, it, I, I mean, there's probably not that many teams that played them three years in a row because they're probably like, hey, don't schedule those guys again. Um, then you got Colorado State and Nevada. Now, Colorado State's one that I think you guys can get. Nevada, though possibly get, but I, I think Jay is doing a great job there with Carson Strong up in Reno. So uh I mean let's take that road at Navy you're giving that one a dub. I'm not gonna make you you take Navy there. Uh, at New Mexico I think it's a win. The Army game, I kind of think it's a 50-50 game. This was 10-7 a season ago. I'll give you guys a slight edge. At Colorado State I think you can win that, but I also think you could lose that. Um, and then at Nevada, that's the one that Boise and Nevada, I basically have you guys losing. Is that, are you, are you on board with that? Or, or is that a crazy question?
1: You know, uh, I would say between those two games, uh, maybe go one and one.
0: Okay. Okay. So you're obviously you're way over on the, the total here, six and a half then because at home, I do think you'll take care of Lafayette. I think you'll take care of Utah state. I think you will take care of Florida international. I think you could beat Wyoming and I think uh, you will beat UNLV. Uh, I'm sorry. I forgot San Diego state there too. I think Wyoming and San Diego state are games. You you could go undefeated at home. It's, but I also feel like Wyoming and San Diego state are capable of beating you. Oh yeah,
1: I agree. I don't see even, you know, injuries and, and, uh, you know, different scenarios. I just don't see this experience of a roster, especially on the defensive side of the ball, um, not winning seven games. I mean, I'm talking, the house burns down, the dog runs away. The, the old lady, uh, you know, subscribes to (laughs) match.com. I'm telling you, we're going to win at least seven games. And I will walk to you. If we don't
0: <laughs> I love it. <gasps> I love it. There's Ric Flair. Uh, okay. So you hear that guys, you hear that fans out there smash the over on the air force Falcons. And I'm excited to watch these guys. We're going to have to have you on again, but before I, I let you run. Rick, I want you to tell people about your pay, you know, you hosting this page, the, uh, at the history of air force football at history Falcon. It's also on Facebook, probably uh, some other stuff too, but I mean, look, air force has got a rich history from the days of, of uh, Fisher to Barry to bill Parcells, to, to Buck Shaw, uh, tell me more about what you're doing there. And, uh, and uh, you got, I think you're going to have a lot of interviews and stuff lined up or, or, or t- tell me what you're doing.
1: Well, you know, we, so we started this uh, this page. Myself and my partner, Alex Zinsko, started this in November of 2019. We were uh, in New Mexico, and uh, we were watching Air Force tromp the Lobos. I think our quarterback, DJ Hammond, at the time was 9 of 10 for 333 yards and, and four touchdowns, and, and we were uh, talking about what can we do to – communicate the history of this team and also talk about you know what's what's going on right now so we started this page and uh you know we're we're over a thousand followers between the two pages and what we do in this time of the year um every thursday we do a, a thursday throwback and uh interview somebody and they talk about Big, you know, biggest wins, biggest losses, favorite moments, um, toughest opponents, uh, team and individual. And you'll see some amazing answers on there. And then also the part I like is what are you up to now? You see these men serving the country and you see them in coaching. You see them on the sidelines of NFL games. It's uh, it's awesome. And you see some of them uh, on Sunday that are that are currently in the league. So it is an amazing page. You know, uh, we do our our weekly game previews where we talk about the history of the matchup. We talk about um, what things have gone recently. And we tell a story about some of the, some of the games that uh, the bounce uh, went our way. So it's a great page. Um, I'm enjoying doing it. Uh, I don't want to drop any names, but just got, got done communicating with... Uh, Chad Hall of the Buffalo Bills, he's uh, committed to a future um, post, as, as did Ben Garland. Uh, Garrett Griffin of the uh, New Orleans Saints is finishing one up with me right now. Go on there, take a look at the ones that we've ran in the last year. It's it's awesome, and it's it's even better to communicate it with someone like yourself. We have so much in common, and this is a great this is a great page. I'm a college football fan. I'm a sports fan. I've had uh, some downtime as we discussed recently, fight a little bit of cold, not Corona. And uh, you know, was able to uh, catch up on some of these cool podcasts. I really love. Them. So thank you.
0: Oh, well you're very welcome. And guys. Make sure look, even if you're not an air force football fan, first off, I don't know how you can't be an air force football fan, but even if you're not like a traditional diehard fan, you got to check out this page at history Falcon on Twitter. Come on. This is America. It doesn't get more America than air force baby. All right. So check this out. Give them a follow. And uh, I'm going to make sure to have uh, you back on the show, talking college basketball, maybe some of these big matchups also in the football season, maybe right before that Navy game, maybe right before that Boise state game, we'll have you back on talking about why your Falcons can, can take down the mids can sink the midshipmen or perhaps pull off the big upset on the Smurf turf. I appreciate you hopping on the show. I really do Rick. And uh, I, I can't uh, recommend following that page enough Guys, so please at History Falcon. Thank you so much, Rick, and uh, looking forward to having you on again.
1: All right, hey, the over, I'm telling you, yes, yes,
0: over six and a half wins. It's a lock. Listen to my friend Rick, have a wonderful day, Rick, and uh, look, uh, I look forward to having you on soon, man. Take care, brother.
1: Right, brother. Take care, thank you.
0: And we're back talking Air Force Falcon football. I'm ready to go, Patty. See, I'm ready to go to Colorado Springs and see a a game. You know, the triple option. I love the triple option. Uh, It's time to get to win totals. Time to get to this schedule. Well, quickly,
2: I got to ask you this. A system like the triple option, you got to feel like, especially along the offensive front, so much of that is running. I mean, Paul Johnson ran the triple option. And I want to say, didn't he put like a, 65 runs in one pass play against uh, Louisville, right? Uh, yeah, Van Gorder. Oh my uh-huh. gosh, they
0: rushed for like a thousand yards that game.
2: Yeah, so it's very run uh, intensive, and I think you know it's it's it requires really great technique along the offensive line, and you know a lot of cut blocks, a lot of aggression and speed at, at the offensive line position, which obviously is why these service academies run it because th- these guys have to be in shape, and you can't have a 330 pound guy in a service Academy, you know? So
0: now let me ask you this. I mean, I know this is an air force podcast so we're going to get to these totals and go game by game, but like take a team like New Mexico state, right? Yeah. This team has been bad almost every year. I think with the exception of one year, Doug Martin got them to a bowl. Uh, They've been a really horrible team for a long time. Why not run the triple option? It's a great question. I don't understand the mindset going into like, Hey, we're just going to be one in 11 every year. Right? Well, what
2: are the pros and the odds, odds, uh, pros and cons of the triple option? Sorry. Uh,
0: the, the pro is you win. You win. You control the clock. You yes. control the field, you but know? you make a bowl game almost every year, which I think as a fan base is all you really want is, Hey, are we a winning team? Do we have a chance to have a great year? All yes. Right. You start there at the very least,
2: you know, every team that is a perennial loser should be running this to like, Neutralize the talent advantage that yes. the uh, and the clock, yeah. Until yeah. like you have enough clout as a program to where you are starting to get the same level recruits, and then you can afford to like run some other stuff that maybe takes advantage of a talent. I talent. believe
0: Jeff Munkin's all army team was the the team that has a, averaged the most yards on the ground against Nick Saban during his tenure at Alabama. Right, that's crazy. And the Citadel t- was tied 10. They run the triple option. That's an FCS school. Yeah, with Alabama. Now they ended up losing, I think like 38, 10, Yeah. but they were tied 10, 10 at halftime tied. with Alabama in Tuscaloosa yeah. an FCS team. Yeah. The Citadel. Uh,
2: and no one was doing that that year. Um, it was like the most impressive impor- performance by any team that year um, against Alabama. Yeah. I think that it's just, I mean, these teams that fancy themselves as, you know, sleeping giants or, you know, potential blue bloods, even still like when you have talent, the last team that was a really talented team that ran triple option was Nebraska. And they, and won, they
0: went to the national championship. And, like, what? The year before Solich was fired. Right. Three times in <laughs> four years, they
2: won the fucking national championship. Uh,
0: all right. Let's get to the schedule here. Falcon fans are like, dude, they're talking about New Mexico State football. What the hell? <laughs> right. Um, let's get to this. All right. Vegas win total is saying, I'm getting these from DraftKings Falcons six and a half is the win total, right? Yeah. Calhoun, I think traditionally we get over that. Let's go through this schedule. They get Lafayette Saturday, September 4th. Lafayette. No, not Louisiana Lafayette. Lafayette from the FCS. They're going to coast. That's going to be a blowout.
2: What has Lafayette done at the FCS level? Uh dating back to 2019, 4 and 8. Yeah. They're not Oh, this is the uh Lafayette that plays uh Lehigh at the yeah. end of every year. Yeah, Okay. Pennsylvania, Lafayette going classic. I watched that game this year. That was a fun one to watch. Uh, there's the oldest fucking rivalry
0: in all of football. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why you got to love it. Yeah.
2: Fun stuff, but they're going to get rolled by air
0: force. Air force is one and zero. and then Saturday, September 11th. Uh, this was I think was on purposely purposely scheduled because September 11th. They're at Annapolis, Maryland against Navy. Navy had a tough year last year. Air Force wax Navy 40 to seven. You know, Niamat Lolo has got to have circled that and has lit a fire (laughs) under his team. Now Navy does play Marshall the week before.
2: Yeah, that's
0: that. This is one of the, this is traditionally is never 40 to seven. It's normally like 17, 14, 20 to 17. Yeah. I feel like traditionally in these games, maybe I'm wrong. I'll, I'll pull it up and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll judge that. But, uh, but gun to your head right now. What do you think
2: Navy? Well, I think, uh, I mean, the game is in Annapolis. It's, yeah. I don't think it matters. I think right now air force has a, a slight edge. I mean, I think that makes it closer. I think it makes it harder. I, I would anticipate this game being way closer, Yeah, but I, I still think. think air force has a little edge. So you're going to give it to, to air force. I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to
2: give it to, I'm going to give it to the Navy. You think Ken is going to make a nice little comeback.
0: I'm going to give it to Navy. Oh, I can't pull up the rivalry just yet. I'll get it later in the uh, pod. Uh, week three, they are hosting Utah state. They're hosting the Aggies of Utah state. Utah state has been traditionally a really good mid-major, but problems with the Gary Anderson. When, when Matt Wells went to Texas tech, they go Gary Anderson. That was a mess. Uh, and now they turn to, to another Anderson, Blake Anderson from Arkansas state, who did a great job at Arkansas state. And he even brings in a, a, a slew of transfers from Arkansas state into Logan. Uh, I do think Utah state's going to be vastly improved from from a season ago when air force waxed them, but that
2: was his first year at uh Utah state. Gary no, this Anderson? is,
0: is this is Blake Anderson's first Blake year at Utah Anderson's. state. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Sorry. So uh, coming into it. So he was at Arkansas state last year. So I think it's going to be a game, but I would favor air force to get this done, especially it's in Colorado Springs. So you got to like that. Give me air force to be two and one. Are you going three and zero? I'm going three and o. I love it. I love it. Falcons starting out fast. The Florida Atlantic owls come in next Willie Taggart's team. They lose Jim Levitt. That offense was trash last year. The defense actually pretty much gave him that winning record. Yep. Levitt moves on to SMU I think Florida Atlantic is doomed in this one. Air Force is going to roll them. Talk about uh, altitude being an issue. Yes. Big time. They're Miami
2: gonna... is sea
0: level. Yeah. you know. <laughs> I think Air Force rolls them. Uh, I got them at three and one. You got them at four and oh. I do. Now, here's an interesting one for me. October 2nd at New Mexico, Danny Gonzalez, I thought, had a great first year considering the COVID situation considering how bad New Mexico was the year prior. Yeah. I think Gonzalez bringing in Rocky long on the defensive coordinating side. This team is one that I think is a year or two, maybe three away from competing for bowls. I think actually next year, they're going to be in a bowl, not this year, next year. Right. Yeah. And then after that, I think they will be competing as a, as a, as a good team in the conference. Unbelievable. New Mexico last year, Kept it within
2: six at Hawaii. Kept it within seven against a what? A one and, loss. And, and this is with team? no spring ball. Yeah, this and is a new coach. Yes. Yeah, uh, beat Wyoming. Beat Fresno. You know, yeah. This is I've never thought I would say New Mexico might. Well, be when it.
0: Rocky Long was there in the nineties, when they had Brian lacquer when they had, they were a force. Yeah, they were a force.
2: Um, I, I can honestly say that was before I started paying attention to New Mexico football.
0: Not me, baby, <laughs> not me. Uh, so I'm going to give them the win at New Mexico, but tread lightly. I think they're going to get a dogfight here. Okay, They're going to get a dog fight, but they're going to get the win. Uh, so I got them. You, you got them winning it. I got them at five and zero. Oh. Wow. I got them at four and one. Look at this. I could see, look at behind you in the, in the studio here is the American flag. So, and the fly Eagles fly. Boom! I know they're Falcons, but it still fits. All right. Part of the same family. <laughs> uh, we moved down to Wyoming hosting Wyoming on October 9th. Craig Bowles bunch returning 98% of their Ooh, roster.
2: This becomes a very tough game. I'm going Wyoming. Now are these two like traditionally their
0: respective, this a beautiful game, respective
2: right? number one rivals? I feel like they are. Maybe it's Colorado State. And Wyoming. I think that's it. Okay.
0: But Wyoming Air Force, probably one of the best uniform matchups in all the college football. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, you put Air Force against anyone, it becomes one of the best. Wyoming against <laughs> anyone. But yeah, those two together on the same it's field. There's
0: something beautiful about them being a yeah, state away and just, It's you know. magical. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Wyoming. Upset special. Wow. Wyoming. Uh, what would they do? Their quarterback tore his ACL on, in the first drive of the, of the season two last year. Two and four last year. But
2: yeah, uh, close lo- overtime loss at Nevada, who was... Obviously, uh, really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nearly, uh, yeah, nearly champions. champion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, close loss to Boise. Yeah. They're a good team, you know? So I, I, expect a close game. I figure by this point in the season, uh, air force will have dropped one. You know, they'll slip slipped one. So you're,
0: going, you're going Cowboys.
2: I'll go Cowboys, but I think more this is just a, a loss somewhere in the first six games.
1: It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs>
0: uh, Yeah. I got them. So I got them now right now at uh, Lafayette, Utah state, Florida Atlantic, New Mexico. I got them at four and two. You got them at five and one. Yeah. I love it. Then they follow that Wyoming game up with going to the Smurf turf, going to the Smurf turf, October 16th, Patty. C. they'll take an L there. They do give them fits though. Yeah. Traditionally everyone thinks, Oh, it's probably BYU or, you know, Fresno state. No, air force is the team that fucks with Boise more than most. I feel like they had a stretch where I feel like that was the one team, one game a year that Boise would drop. Right? Well, there you go. Pro style system, not used to the, uh, well, just, you have a short week to adapt, you know, yeah. like the, like it, it's, it can, it, it can be challenging. Cause I feel like a lot of those games are like Thursday nights. Yeah. It's like, you have like literally two practices to get ready for a triple option. Exactly.
2: I mean, I remember uh, when we got, we had Bud Foster on here, friend of the program Yeah, and he said you know, of all the defenses he faced in his illustrious defensive coordinating career. Yeah. The one that gave him the most n- nightmares was Paul Johnson's triple option. So it, it, it's tough on a defensive coordinator and you know, Boise, that air force might not be, you know, have their full attention because Boise's yeah. thinking about bigger yeah. things. They're
0: probably just coming off a win against like Florida state and they're yeah. like, Oh, we got a Thursday night game against air force. Yeah
2: bad news. Uh, yeah. But I remember like Foster, like he would talk about how he's running a specific drill. I forget what the drill is called where all they're doing is like bang all day trying to learn how to stop that option. But even with the amount of like discipline that it takes and
0: constant drilling, it Fr- still can't prepare yeah. you from the best defensive coordinator. We're talking Bud Foster, former Virgin- legendary Virginia tech defensive coordinator when he was on the show it, saying that by far, it wasn't Miami's teams that had, you know, Andre Johnson, Reggie Wayne, Willis McGay. He, yeah, uh, Frank Gore, Ken Dorsey. No, those teams yeah. weren't the ones that scared him. It was uh, for for defensive game plan wise, right? Easily the triple option. He can
2: he can scheme up uh and coach up players to beat anything, but mathematics, which is what you know, triple option teams are using. You can't yeah. beat math.
0: Well, another thing is patience. You yeah. have to be extremely patient. You could snap, you know, jumping offside stuff like that, or just going straight for the quarterback when he pitches. Yeah, if you're not patient. Yeah, in the triple option. If you're sick of a team
2: yeah. getting five straight first downs on you, and then you make a big mistake on it, <laughs> dude, I was you're watching the
0: price. I was watching an Army game last year where they had a drive that was the whole quarter, <laughs> the whole entire quarter. Right, they went through the whole quarter on one drive. That's got to be you have to have patience. Man. It's absolutely yeah. demoralizing. <laughs> it's like a four corners offense in basketball. Right, you know, which is they've outlawed now. Right. Um. Okay, so you got them losing to Boise State. So, that, but for me, I got them then at four and three. Yeah. Right. Um, you got him at five and two, home to San Diego State. Brady Hoke coming in. I think they could get him though. I worry about Brady Hoke. The tra- no more Rocky Long. I worry about the physicality of San Diego State.
2: Well, Brady Hoke is tough to gauge as a head coach because he did win the Sugar Bowl with Michigan, but they got worse every single year from a record standpoint that he was there, and even that Sugar Bowl win was pr- pretty much bullshit. But um, <laughs> I don't think that, uh, he's an elite coach, but he's better than, you know, I guess, especially at those group of five schools, he does a decent job for whatever reason. Um, so, but I do, I think, uh, San Diego state has a, a an edge talent wise enough. You're going Aztecs. I'm going Aztecs.
0: Give me the Falcons. We're at the same record now.
2: Yeah. And it's a back-to-back road trip for San Diego state and they'll have been at, uh, San Jose state the week. Before. Oh,
0: that's a great spot to catch them, Dude. It is. It uh, is. So I got them now at five and, and three, you got them at five and three as well. Uh, neutral site game against army and jury's world, in Arlington, Texas. I hate the fact they're playing it there. Wish this was on campus personally, but I understand they move these service academy ga- games all around the country. So yeah, uh, both coming off a
2: buy. <sighs> I have no idea what to expect in this one. Yeah. Another dog fight, another slug Uh, army has been a little bit better, uh, over the past few years, but air force, if they're getting back to where they were, which it kind of looks like they're moving in that direction, then air force is the better program or has been. And I think,
0: I don't know. This is the uh,
2: flip, flip a coin, man. Uh, you know what? Give me, give me army winning this in Texas. That's that is army, army country, but air force a lot. Most of their recruits are from Texas. So maybe there's a little extra pride. Going on for the Falcons there.
0: The Falcons fans are gonna hate me. I have them uh, losing the Navy and Army. All oh. right, you know what? Uh, give me, give me them beating Army. Boom. They're gonna win one of them.
2: I think they beat Army too. Uh,
0: it's it's s- close
2: though. They s- could. It's 50.
0: So I got them at six now, which is the win total six and a half. They're at Colorado State and Fort Collins the next week against Steve Adazio. You know what? I got Colorado State winning this one. Wow. So they're going one on one in that stretch. Either they're gonna beat Colorado State and lose the Army. Or they're going to beat army and lose the college. I, I agree with you. Yeah.
2: I think they'll go one-on-one in that stretch. Yeah.
0: Then they're at Nevada back-to-back away games here. They're going to lose yeah. in Reno. And then they're home to UNLV Marcus Arroyo's bunch. That's a win.
2: Yeah. Tough seven back, and five.
0: Tough back at half of the schedule, but they finish with the W seven and five. Yeah. Oh, hit the over on, on air force. I don't feel like this is one of the better plays in the conference so far. Yeah. I, mean, I know this is the first team we're, we're breaking down here, Yeah. but I, I feel like Vegas got that number right. Yeah. So pretty spot on with tread that. lightly. If you're a betting, if you're not, not a Falcon fan, you're just here for the betting. I would say I lean over, but it's probably a 55 to 45% thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe don't uh, bet the house on it. Yeah. Don't bet the house on it. All right, guys. If you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single college football division. One game, me, Patty, C, N, C, Nick. And we're also breaking down all 130 teams with their win totals, breaking down who the returning starters, the head coach, the schedule, all that stuff. Tell a friend, uh, look, we also just started the college basketball experience feed. We cover every single college uh, division one game. So get over there, subscribe to the college basketball experience as well. We talk college football, college basketball year round. Uh, and look, the college football experience, we got it for you. All we ask guys, we, we we've been over 500 picking all these games. We're breaking out all 130 teams, right? We're not charging for picks. We're not charging for the podcast. All we ask is, is you get over to iTunes, give us a five star review, say some nice things about us because we'd certainly appreciate it.
2: That's don't all. even that, say nice things about it. Tell tell the world what a piece of shit Colby is. <laughs> you all know I'm a piece of shit. Put that oh, on. as long there.
0: as you put five stars. Five stars right? is all that matters. <laughs> what are you saying over here? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, say five stars. Call call me a piece of shit. That works. All right, I'll t- I'll take that deal right now. <laughs> all right, but if you do that and leave that review, take a screenshot and tag me on Twitter at the Colby D. And if you, if you, uh, do that with that screenshot, I will send you a college experience t-shirt brand new, uh, our studies from an independent poll we did with Patty C (laughs) and uh, two other people we met in a bowling alley. Uh, our studies say that, uh, where a brand new college experience t-shirt, your chances of getting ass go up 89.7%. Yeah. Well, Yeah. I only got one piece of ass from it, but I just happened to be wearing <laughs> that shirt that time. So, uh, so make sure you, you do that. He's Patty C at, uh, Patty C a three, on Twitter. I'm at the Colby. D. give me a follow NC? Nick, our third guy is not in studio on this episode. He's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K check out all of his great writings over at sportsgalingpodcast.com and make sure you follow the sports Gailing podcast on Twitter at the SGP network. All right. This is the college football experience. Air force Falcon style. Ka, 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 You better start thinking about yours, baby And we out